I am content in here. I have friends. The food is good. All is well. Know that if I hang myself, a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. John McAfee at Official McAfee. It is almost 10 o'clock Wednesday night, and we found out today that we lost one of our favorite people on this podcast that we like to quote oftenly in one of the first segments we had on this show. John McAfee, the cryptocurrency promoter and gun tycoon, wild man, woman lover, has passed away. Um, They found him dead in his cell in Spain by apparent suicide. They tried to revive him. They failed. They had just ruled earlier in the Spanish courts that John had been arguing that they had approved his extradition to the United States where he would undergo trial for his tax crimes, which he had been evading for the last three to four years. Jason Nunn, a Chicago attorney who was defending him in all of these cases, said by phone that he will always be remembered as a fighter. He tried to love this country, but the U.S. government made his existence impossible. They tried to erase him, but they failed. The lawyers said Spanish authorities have not given his legal team a cause of death, and he wants to know if there were video cameras in McAfee's cell or in the prison. They're not going to find a fucking thing. Prosecutors out of Tennessee argued that McAfee owed the U.S. government $4.2 million in taxes. Before fines or interests, of course, for undeclared income in five fiscal years from 2014 to 2018. Born in England's Gloucestershire in 1945, As John David McAfee. He started McAfee Associates in 1987 and led an eccentric life after selling his stake in the antivirus software company named after him in the early 1990s. And if you've listened to six episodes of this podcast, you know that he ran for the Libertarian Party in the presidency uh, several times. In 2012, He was wanted for questioning in connection with the death of Gregory Viant Faul, who was shot to death in November on a Belize island where the men had lived. McAfee told AP at the time that he was being persecuted by the Belizean government. Of course, the Belizean police denied that. They said they were just simply investigating a crime in which McAfee may have had information. Then Prime Minister expressed doubts about McAfee's mental state, saying, I don't want to be unkind to the gentleman, but I believe he is extremely paranoid, even bonkers. A Florida court ordered McAfee in 2019 to pay $25 million to Fowles' estate in wrongful death claim. In July of that year, he was released from detention in the Dominican Republic after he and five others were suspected of traveling on a yacht carrying high-caliber weapons, ammunition, and military-style gear. There was a little... I I don't say... I don't think that would be suspect. They blatantly posted on Twitter with their guns on on the yacht. McAfee told Wired Magazine in 2012 that his father, a heavy drinker and very unhappy man, shot himself when he was 15. He said, every day, I wake up with him. He lived for a time in Lexington, Tennessee, a rural town of about 7,800 people, about 100 miles east of Memphis. He said he only felt comfortable when armed. The TV station reported that he chose to be interviewed with a loaded gun in each hand. 
Very little gives me a feeling of being safe and more secure other than being armed in my bedroom with the door locked, McAfee told the station. In one of his last known media interviews with British newspaper The Independent, McAfee said his prison experience in Spain was a fascinating adventure, and he planned never to return to the United States. I am constantly amused and sometimes moved. The graffiti alone could fill a thousand-page thriller. McAfee said his main point of contact outside the prison was his wife, Janice. The last post from his Twitter account was a retweet of a Father's Day message from her. These eight months John has spent in prison in Spain have been especially hard on his overall health, both mentally and physically, as well as financially, but he is undeterred from continuing to speak truth to power, it said. Intel, the California chip maker that bought out McAfee's company in 2011 for $7.6 billion, uh, Jamie Jamie Lay, a company spokesperson, said, Although John McAfee founded the company, he has not been associated with our company in any capacity for over 25 years. That said, our thoughts go to his family and those close to him. What a fucking scoot around that shit. Fuck you, Jamie. I raise a glass to John McAfee and his, and his wife and all those associated with him. May you rest in peace. Let's start the show. I had like a, uh, a fucking hard-boiled egg and some summer sausage and some cheese for lunch. That was all I had. You were eating like a fucking 70-year-old person. <laughs> a hard-boiled egg and summer sausage. Like, what are you doing? That's all I had at the... You know, I picked up, like, we went to the... Me and Eddie went to the valley this weekend, so, like, on the way back, I was like, I'm gonna eat, you know... I ate a fucking botana and a bunch of other shit, mm-hmm. so on the way back, I was like, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat better. So I grabbed some hard-boiled eggs, and then Eddie gets in the car, and he's like, Hey, bro, they got fresh-fried burritos. <laughs> it's like Krispy Kreme when the fucking hot now sign is on. We're but, going! We have to go! So clearly I ate a fucking freshly-fried burrito, because I had had one in like five years. <clears throat> but it was a mostly business trip. And by business, I mean like just getting shit done, because I had to get my bike work done. And that still has a long way to go. Uh, while loading said motorcycle into the back of my truck, oh, no. I thought that I would ride it up into the back of the truck <laughs> instead of just push it up into the back of the truck. You don't have that big of a bed. <laughs> and um, I, I, I had <clears throat> some confidence because I'd done that previously with uh, the, the little enduro dirt bike, the 100cc motorcycle in my garage. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cubic centimeters for those of you that don't know. Uh, however, the 1200cc BMW, a little bit different, a little heavier. Uh, in fact, so heavy that when I revved the engine, popped it into gear, ran up the ramp, uh, the tailgate jumped, <laughs> <laughs> causing me to fly off the side. I managed to keep the bike up for about three seconds. And then I had to bail. Bail, yes. And the bike hit the ground, broke the clutch lever, scraped up my, my saddlebags, and shut off. And we picked it up. And then we pushed it back into the back of the truck. And it was incredibly easy. Minus how fucking hot it's been. It hasn't been that hot. It's so hot. It hasn't been that hot. It's so fucking hot. You're just getting old. The thing about I'm outside for hours every day. Um... And while it's not comfortable... You're built to be outside. I know that. (laughs) Yes, I am black. That's correct. I know that it's going to get so much worse. So it doesn't even feel... It doesn't feel terrible to me. I sit outside with my shirt off and sweat. And that's probably why I only weigh 224 pounds now. Just losing water weight. Four years ago, I weighed 273 pounds. Wow. Had to use a mirror to see my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Now at 224, I feel slim, even though my belly still leaves a lot uh, to be desired. But, you know, that's fine. Or less to be desired. <laughs> but however you want to look at it. Man, why well, you got to break balls? Uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm working on it, man. So the last time we, 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 we had the show, it was uh, June 8th, and my back was all fucked up. And believe it or not... Flying out of the back end of a pickup with a motorcycle, you'll get injured. (laughs) 
So as soon as my back, I've been just doing yoga like nonstop, dude. Like I, I even took the the yoga mat to work. I've been doing it like twice a day. You're doing yoga at work? Yeah, bro. I got the utility closet. Wow. Randy even walked by, saw the mat. He's like, someone taking a nap in the utility closet? I was like, I've been doing back stretches at lunch. He's like, huh. Is it working? I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, okay. Whatever. As long as you keep making him money, he's really not going to bother you that yeah, much. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, uh, yeah, and then, so when I dropped the bike, I sprained my wrist, and it fucking swelled up, like, huge, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, but I did come back with some Don Julio Blanco, which is super good, which Eddie decided we needed to have pregame shots before we went out Saturday night. That's probably was a bad idea. Three of them on mostly empty stomachs. But it was a good time. Went to Russo's, went to Jean's, hung out, barbecued. No one passed out. I miss Jean. Yeah. I was talking to my brother about this, like, going down to the valley. Everybody is so fucking nice. Yeah. Once they get over the initial shock of seeing black. a black person, they're so nice. Yeah. But I don't blame them for being shocked. There's none of us down there. None. none. I counted them. I counted three in, like, three days. That's one black a day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not a lot, man. No. Not really. a lot. But they're not staring at you like, oh, this motherfucker's going to do something. They're just staring at you like, we don't see these. Nope. This is nuts. It's like, oh, look, a black dude. Oh, cool. I want to talk to him. This is also the reason why our high school teams don't win state. Or, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because once you get out of the valley, it's like... You need some dark, dark skin. Damn, these guys are fast, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. How you run that fast? Oh, their whole team is black, coach. I'm scared. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they hit hard. If any if oh. any player on a team of mine said I'm scared before the game, they're benched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're benched. Because they're just going to get hurt. We have to start the show. Why? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to be doing this same shit the whole time. Uh, I, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of Sour Mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, Hey, hey please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin and this is Christian. Hey, hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter at underscore drink freely or on Facebook at Alcoholics Autonomous. Today's show is being brought to you by. National Tube. I once ordered some tube from National Tube fairly recently. In fact, it was the last Tuesday that we did this podcast. And for those of y'all that don't know, it's usually on Tuesday. That means it's been 14 days. I still don't have any fucking tube from National Tube. It was supposed to come in today, but now it's looking more like Thursday. Maybe. I don't know. Who the fuck knows when it's going to get here? I you'll, guess we'll find out. You'll get it when you get it, and you'll shut up and like it. <laughs> fuck, man. Uh, I mean, you use National Tube. You knew the risks. I always do. But anyway, that's our sponsor for the week. Thanks, National Tube. You're doing great. Oh, I don't know. Shout out to two wannabe athletes talk sports, uh, sports podcast with Ed and Zach, our uh, our allies in this podcasting game. They're doing great. They don't have like a lull like we do when there's no football on. They cover everything. So ah. make sure you give them a look or a listen. YouTube, all major YouTube, all major DSPs, and here we go. But we cover everything also. No, we don't. Yeah, we just... You going to talk about the NBA playoffs tonight? I can. What are you going to... I can talk about the Bucks beating the Nets. Because okay. I saw like five right. minutes of that game. Oh, he's got five minutes invested. And I, KD would have won the whole thing if his foot wasn't on the line. <sighs> yeah. Which would have pissed me off because I don't like the Nets. Yeah, I had a little tidbit about that. Fuck it. I'm just going to say it. Now we're going in the NBA. I am happy that James Harden didn't get a ring. Me too. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Oh, my God. And he had a chance to hit the game winner. Yep. Katie passed the ball, and he pushed out and passed it back. 
Oh, he didn't want. He couldn't bitch. take that pressure. He's he shrinks. He does, man. He doesn't want that pressure. I would like to see Chris Paul get one though. Uh, he he may he may. Listen, the uh, the Suns Clippers game was the most entertaining basketball game I've seen in a long time. Everybody was shooting lights out. Um, the Suns looked great, even without Chris. They had too many turnovers, which Chris Paul will mitigate when he comes back. But they were shooting so well, they were able to overcome those turnovers. Turnovers, and they won. Now the the uh, the Clippers are without Kawhi. So, but to me, that's even footed. No Chris Paul, no Kawhi. Kawhi. All right, we go with what we have left. Good game. And they are playing tonight. I'm record this podcast. I'll oh. be watching it as soon as we finish. My knights are playing. Our knights are playing tonight too. Ah, first, why the fuck are the Golden Knights two and two with the who Canadians? Montreal Canadians. Their their record is trash. Why, how is this happening? Well, there was one game where there was a fluke, where Mark Andre Fleury came out of the net. I think that was the game I missed, and he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then they kind of collapsed. Man. Oh, that was the game. Yeah, I was driving to the Valley that night. Series is tied up at 2-2. And they got one in overtime. They, um, they play tonight. They play tonight in Vegas. Gotta watch. So, yeah. Went to the Valley. Uh, went and got petties with your wife last weekend. How drunk was your wife when she got home? She told me that. Actually, no, she was, she was kind of annoying. <laughs> uh, not that I judge her for that because I know how I get uh, but it wasn't bad it wasn't no? bad okay. it made her happy she got a little bit of a break it was it's all good okay yeah I was like hey Heather you want to go to a, a a store I finally went over to the new their new their new location I thought you had already been there no I hadn't gone yet dude it's fucking badass Casey the head chef if you guys, if you guys live in Katy or, or Houston go check out our store it's on Mason and uh, Highland Knolls, I think. Um, they got a new location, great fucking food. Oh, man, their brunch menu is just incredible. Hey, they need to be paying us for this promo. Yeah, I'm going to talk about them. Yeah. Um, waffle changed my life, bro. A waffle? Damn, that waffle was good, bro. Still thinking about it. Got your life changed by a waffle? Still bro? thinking about that waffle. Oh, well, that's good. We have more waffle-related things to talk about. Oh, good. I didn't know waffles were in the news. What a coincidence. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I, I have not looked at the news for two weeks. I've been that busy at work. I have your tweet. Hmm? Your tweet. My tweet? Yes, about a waffle-related article. I don't remember tweeting that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I put something on Twitter about a waffle? You No, you just responded to an an, a waffle article on Twitter. Oh! Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Now I remember. Man, I had to really fucking bring him over Yeah, here. you really did. Take me by the hand. Fucking, yeah. <sighs> tell us tell us about that. No. I liked it. We're not talking about that shit right He's now. He's such an asshole. Yes, that's correct. Such a fucking douche. That's uh, correct. I did watch, uh, I watched Drag Across uh, Concrete last night. I started that movie at like 9.30. Do you know that? Have you heard of that? What's it called? Dragged Across Concrete. No. So it's the same director that did Bone Tomahawk and Brawl on Cell Block 99. Uh, I can't remember the director's name. I have to watch Bone Tomahawk. It's fucking awesome, bro. Now, but like most of his movies, they're they're a slow burn. What I really like about his shit, he does such an amazing thing with audio. Music, audio, the Foley, like just... Other other studios, other directors, I don't know what it is. It's so gritty and like you just hear everything. I even hooked up my, my good speaker to the TV to just just because I knew I was watching one of his movies. Um, so it is kind of a slow burn or slow build. I will tell you about a buck ten, buck twenty into the movie is when your jaw will fucking drop and you're just like, oh fuck. And then from then it's an hour and you're just like, what, what the fuck's gonna happen next? Uh, great gore, great violence, uh, just a fucking cool movie. All right. If you can make it through that first hour, hour plus. Here's my deal. I, since I've been just in, in pain and sweating and unable to be productive at all, watching just a shitload of horror movies at home, and I've realized that I have a problem with most of them. They take too long to get started. I don't want to wait an hour and a half before shit starts happening. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Um, What's his name? Ari Aster. 
is notorious for this shit. He made Hereditary oh, yeah. and Midsommar. And people just rave about these movies. I love And I think they're fucking trash. I found a random exorcism movie on Netflix, and I thought it was more entertaining. It was over an hour and a half. It didn't take two hours and eight minutes. You, you're fucking masturbating at that point. It doesn't need to be that long. I loved Hereditary. I thought it was perfect. I hated it. <laughs> I hated Midsommar. Uh, Midsummer Mids- is worse than Hereditary. Midsummer is worse than Hereditary. Um, although I heard if you look at it like uh, like a revenge movie against a boyfriend, that it's way it's a comedy and it's really funny. Maybe if you're a girl that's got cheated on a bunch of times, you Maybe. enjoy it. I could see that, but, but uh, you, you're, they're out there in a fucking cult. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know if he can even say no. As far as I'm concerned, he got raped. <laughs> There's a giant circle of women around him making sure he fucks one particular woman. What's he gonna do? Say no? And then fight 17 naked ladies? <laughs> so you, you watch Hereditary and Midsummer like back to back or what? In the same four hour period. Oh my god. And it was awful. And then I watched more shit by Ari Aster. One thing is called the, um, the Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Okay. If you want to be creeped out, Watch that movie. It's on YouTube. And it's only about 29 minutes, which is why like, I was like, all right, I'll watch this. And then I had the whole throw up in my mouth. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, yeah. You want to be creeped out, give it a look. Okay. I might have to check it out. 30 minutes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the director is S. Craig Zoller, who did the Bone Tomahawk Drive Cross concrete and brawl and cell block 99 dragon cross concrete has mel gibson and vince vaughn and there's black people <laughs> there's, there's black people and the strange thing about the johnsons it's mostly black people but i think of uh and after i watched it i was like why do they cast all black people in this shit yeah <laughs> then I'll, I'll let them make it i'll let them make it but it's creepy um, you were talking about blood pressure earlier, and I need to give a shout out and hopefully help out a buddy. Um, my friend Michael Cardenas, I know we don't usually use full names, but in this case, I'm going to make an exception because Saturday morning, uh, my friend Michael um, suffered a stroke Fuck. at the age of 37. Is he on any medication or anything? I don't know. Okay. Uh, he is... Um, I heard he made a step today. He's got really bad anxiety. He's paralyzed on the right side of his body. Uh, doctors think he can make a full recovery, um, but you never know with shit like this. And the more research I do into strokes, fucking freaks me out. I am fucking more. terrified of them. Yes. And you know what my blood pressure, that's like my number one fear. Yes. That's the number one cause is high blood pressure. Um, so yeah, uh, there is a GoFundMe for Michael. Uh, I'll be posting it. Again, uh, I, I did post it on my Facebook page. I will repost it to Twitter. Uh, any donations can help. He, of course, does not have health insurance. This is America. This is America. Uh, but we he's, he's a great childhood friend, and I wish him all the best and a speedy recovery into his family and everyone else. Uh, love you, Mike. And uh, I'm praying, or, well, I'm probably, well... <laughs> sending him good vibes yeah, sending you good vibes baby but he does have a GoFundMe if you guys can please reach out and uh, donate what you can um, thank you we really need to play music on this podcast for after we do serious shit just to lift the mood what if we just played like one of the uh, like the rom-com like laugh tracks after something's like super serious I, like, I really insensitive I disagree <laughs> I disagree with doing that <laughs> people have been shot at a mass shooting left right <laughs> no no I don't want to do that alright let me see if I can find this thing now we're gonna hopefully hopefully go to the waffle thing yes okay oh that felt good guys oh, how you guys doing so good hey I just gotta remember how to find bookmark tweets. I'm really, really not that good at Twitter. Top left. Well, top your left, buddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I bookmarked it. 
How's your, uh, how are your folks doing, bro? I don't know. I didn't see him. Damn, you went down to the valley and didn't see your folks at all? Mom's over there on fucking, they're, they're cruising the vistas and their brand new 2007 motorhome. Oh, I forgot she became a nomad. Yeah, they're nomads now. And they're going to, um, uh, where are they? So, uh, I think they're in Eagle Pass, New Mexico right now. Did you find this week? Because I have it. Okay. I found it. <laughs> you bitch. But I don't want to take the lead on this. You take it. You found it. I found this? Katie found this. No, I know. God damn it. Hey, uh, shout outs to Katie. Good job, Katie. Uh, this comes from Lee Sanderlin at Leo Sanderlin. Uh, I'm coming to you live from Brandon, Mississippi Waffle House. I, a total loser, came in last place in my fantasy football league. As punishment, I must spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. That alone is enough for me to want to kill myself. Also, you know how much shit jumps off in Waffle Houses? Like, I don't want to be there. Four those... in the morning. No. No way. I must spend uh, uh, 24 hours in this Waffle House. Every waffle I eat shaves an hour off the clock. It's 407 Central. My first question is, why the fuck did you go there at 4 p.m.? Why? You, sh- you should show up there at like 5.30, right? 5.30 a.m. Yes, in the morning, yes. Yeah. Get the breakfast crowd. That way you don't have to deal with the drunks. Although, you might, you'd probably have a better story if you were there from 4 to 4 in the morning. How long? He has to do 24 hours, right? Yes, but every waffle he eats cuts down one hour from how long he has to I be I would just there. order 24 waffles as soon as I sit down. You can't eat 24 waffles. It's bread. The fuck I can't. You can't. I can do it. Okay, well, I guess you're going to spend 24 hours in a waffle house then because <laughs> you can't do that. I, I, I just... Okay, so like the last uh, D&D session we had, so just me, James, and Micah showed up. And it was just two hours of us watching competitive eating videos. And you think you can do that? I need a glass of water. I watched them do it, bro. The water's going to make it worse. That bridge is going to expand in your stomach. Oh, maybe, you're if gonna, I, maybe I roll them up? You're going to fucking blow up. <laughs> what? You're going to roll them up? Roll them up. <laughs> Are you aware of the law of conservation of mass? It doesn't matter what shape they're in. <laughs> I just got to get it down. Once I get it down... No, you have to stop it from coming back up. The stomach acid. No, it didn't say no. Oh, this dude, this dude was allowed to throw up. Shit, that means I could do it. I could throw up on command. Oh, yeah. You can I just can eat like, a waffle, throw it up, eat a waffle, throw it up, eat a waffle, throw it up. Bring me a bucket, please. <laughs> Bring me a waffle bucket for my spewage. Don't forget, guys. Or emails at alcoholicspc.gmail.com. Right, the show. Hey. When was the last time you checked that email? I checked it before we started. Hey. I was, because I wanted to look and see if anybody wrote the show to talk about the wife versus uh, mom thing. We talked more about this this weekend. Oh, we? Like my whole family. Yeah, not I. Not you. Like my whole family. Turns out I get that from my grandpa on my mom's side. Run away? Yes. <laughs> and save people who say dumb shit. Save people. Yeah. Because, like, I had to save Kayla one time. She was like, Dad, can you do this for me? Because mom's too lazy. And she said that in earshot of Heather. And it took Heather, like, two seconds. She was like, excuse me, what? And I was like, Kayla, no, no, no. I, go out. Walk. 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 I'm, uh, I'm carrying her through the fucking door. And I shut it behind me. We just mom's go to a different section of the house. Yeah. Uh, you don't say. Oof. And so we were talking about, about his it. life that day. My mom was like, mm, "Well, here's something for your from your childhood, Christian, where you got saved." I was grouchy because y'all don't y'all never fucking did shit or helped clean the house, so I was <laughs> in a bad mood. And then I little tiny tiny elementary school me said, "Is it that time of the month?" <laughs> oh my Damn. my dad like teleported in to rescue me and took me out of the room <laughs> i'm surprised he could pick you up and not laugh <laughs> it was too serious to it laugh in the serious. moment especially like, if she was on that time like, i have to save his life right now 
I'll laugh later. <laughs> Child life in danger. Child life. See, the parental instinct is, is strong. It is. It, it is. is. And Even from your spouse. Everybody's like nervous that they're not going to get it. But for the most part, you just get it. Once you just you get kid, it. You just get it. Yeah. Listen, we can't, we can't abandon Waffle House guy Lee Sanderlin. Okay. After about one and a half hours, he was able to consume four whole waffles. Four. Wow. He says, and I quote, I am already in immense discomfort. Please, somebody launch me into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, oh, I didn't know this. Apparently, in Waffle Houses, they have touch tunes jukeboxes. So people were playing music there. And he's like, oh, shit. It's I of the Tiger. Hell yeah, let's get another waffle. Yeah. Oh, and now the song is Hotel California. Now it's sad. How fitting. <laughs> I can check out anytime I want, but I can leave. never leave. <laughs> and then it says in parentheses, yes, I can. In 17 hours. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm trying to think of what you could do. You would get so bored. I mean, I, I could tell you could talk to the staff for a while. Oh, you got to bring in like a battery pack and then uh, some headphones, listen to all your podcasts, listen to music, listen to books on tape. Watch YouTube, watch Hulu. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch would be perfect, too. I want to know how much he tips those people. He said that he tipped them a shitload. Okay. He doesn't say the actual amount. Well, that's fine. Waffle number five. Just hit the 2,000 calorie mark. Mr. I can eat 24 <laughs> waffles. This is I saved three weeks worth of the shutdown full cast for this podcast. I think I would just be at the bar, like just smashing the waffle with my fist, trying to flatten it as much as possible. It doesn't matter how much you flatten it. I'm telling you what I would do. <laughs> at least you're burning calories yeah. while doing nothing else. I'm saving up for another waffle after this. <laughs> so four hours in. He's eaten six waffles, eagerly staring into the abyss, hoping for it all to end. God. <laughs> They're going down like cement now, and like the heart is beating real heavy. Like <laughs> I'm the only non-employee in here. Got half of waffle sticks left in so many hours. <laughs> Let me skip ahead. Now listen, he did this again because his fantasy team was terrible. I'm just going to read off his starting lineup because it is genuinely terrible. Oh, no. I don't even know some of these people's actual first name. His quarterback was Carson Wentz. Oh. The best player on his team, Josh Jacobs, was a starting running back. Okay. Then he had D. Henderson Jr. from the Rams. Who's that? Yeah, uh, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, he was a running back. Then he had D. Moore from Carolina. D.J. Moore. And then he had Nelson Aguilar as his Why? second wide receiver. Who did he draft? This tight end is somebody named H. Bryant from Cleveland, which is like their third tight end. Yeah, he's not their first. Then he has Kelly from the the Chargers, running yeah. back. You know Joshua him? Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly. And he has a Rams defense, which is solid, and Mason Crosby. That was probably his first. But game. he has like... It's probably his first two picks with his a defense o- and a kicker. His, That's why he has the team that he has. It's like the only playmaker on his team was Josh Jacobs. Everybody else was just a guy. I wonder if he didn't show up to the draft and like they drafted for him. Mm. Auto draft. No, auto draft would have done better than that. Auto draft would have done. I've won a Super Bowl on auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had four elite running backs somehow. Oh, that is so terrible. It really is. Anyway, let's uh let's pivot to something else and then okay. we might go back to Waffle Guy if I feel like it. I have movie news. Are we gonna talk about Batman? I don't have any oh we can talk about okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like I said, man, I haven't been able to like I haven't had time at work. Like usually some, sometimes at lunch, you know, I'll get on and like check check the news, see what's going on. I just haven't had a fucking time. So I apologize to our lovely six listeners. But don't worry, guys. We'll shake the rust off and get back to it. Neil Blomkoff, director of District 9, one of my favorite hey. sci-fi adventure films of all time. He is 
working on a sequel with the same writers from District 9 called District 10. They're writing the screenplay jointly together. And yeah, so there's a, there's a fucking sequel in the works, man. I'm excited. This movie is still a point of contention within my family. Because I told my parents that this movie was amazing and they should watch it. Then they watched it and they said, this movie sucks. <laughs> you can't tell people that shit's amazing. You gotta, you gotta like, no, you should them. watch this. It's it's pretty good. I think you'll like it. If you overhype it, they're always disappointed. So then, many years later, I was like... Although, let me, let me point this out. When I was in college, my buddy was like, you haven't seen District 9? You gotta watch it. I went and watched it. I was like, that's fucking amazing. Yep. But... I don't know. So I'm my, smarter than most people. My parents have been making fun of me about this for well many years at this point. District 9? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, There Will Be Blood, because I told them to watch that, too. And they were like, nigga, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. So, you, they, gave up, you gave up after that. They, yes. They were like... And now they don't get I drink your milkshake jokes. Uh, no. Which that sucks. That sucks. But I was like, so we've been making fun of you about this for a long time. Like, how does that make you feel? And I was like, it doesn't really make me feel a type of way. Y'all are just wrong. Y'all so, like, I, I don't feel a way when other people are wrong that I'm right. Yeah. Y'all are just wrong. I'm She's sorry, like, Chris's parents. He's like, oh, okay. Y'all are wrong. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they're smart, but fuck. I'm not talking about movie shit with them anymore. It's, it's like my, my my parents didn't like Pulp Fiction. I was like, you guys are wrong. Just yeah, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Some opinions are just wrong. Their opinion is wrong. I was like, we didn't get it. What do you watch it again? Nope. They're like, we didn't like it the first time. Why would we watch it again? I was like, y'all don't understand how how time to, how the time jumps. Yeah, just don't fucking don't talk to me. None. Non-linear storyline. They don't understand it. Oh, imagine them trying to watch The Witcher on Netflix. So I don't watch that. They would be fucking lost. They don't need to watch it. They <laughs> these old people can't keep up. Can't do it. Oh, hey. it's, it's gonna be me someday. Yeah, I mean, time comes for us all. It's true. Uh, I even have trouble with Microsoft Word and Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, I'm starting to have trouble with social media platforms. There's certain media shit platforms. I don't even try to do. I'm just like, nah. I'll just do this. But maybe that's how it happens because you, you that, don't. Yes, that is that's how, how it starts because you're like, I'm not going to try that because fuck that. Stupid kids are doing that shit. But if you stay with it, uh, you'll get it just slower that. than the younger just people. Just slower. Let me see it, Dad. I'll show you. That's, that's, that's you. It's coming. It's coming. That's what I've been doing for years. So, it, yeah, it's coming for me. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, shout outs to uh, all the fathers. Uh, last hey, week was Father's, father's Day. Day. I had a very painful Father's Day, just because I'm in pain because my health sucks. But other than that, it was cool. Like had my whole family oh, hanging yeah, congratulations. out. Congratulations! I didn't even hit you up. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I don't care. As a matter of fact, don't wish me Happy Father's Day on Father's Day. I get enough alerts as it is. Yeah. And I don't care about most of you people, so don't text me. <laughs> I'm with you. I even do birthdays most of the time. Oh, oh yeah, I don't do that shit. Oh, and shout outs to Micah because Micah has. You know, heard through the grapevine that I'm not feeling my greatest, and he reached out and checked on me and asked if there was anything he could do. And that fucker's so thoughtful. I immediately assumed that no one is asking that seriously, but I still appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what he did, I'm just saying what I assume. Um, how many minutes we got in this pitch? We are at 32. Come on, take but let's roll through this. Okay. <laughs> and then we can take a big break because we're done. So I was reading. <laughs> I was reading the news. And Chris Brown is in trouble with the law again for allegedly up. assaulting a woman by slapping her across the face. Listen. Now, all of these assaults are 100% Chris Brown's fault. But if you bitches keep hanging out with him, what do you expect? He's showing you who he is. It's like putting a fucking cobra in your pocket and expecting it to just be fine. Yeah. After it's already bitten two of your friends. Why do y'all keep doing this? <laughs> it's not y'all's fault. It's not your fault. And Chris Brown needs to go to jail. But what do you expect? What do you expect? Why are you doing this? He's an abuser. 
Jesus. There are other niggas with money that you can latch yourself onto that won't punch you. Maybe They'll at least get fucking security to throw you out. They probably think that was their only shot, man. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't with Chris Brown, and I can't with these females. Everybody needs to do better. Chris <sighs> Brown needs to do better the most. It's still all his fault, but y'all are acting dumb by being close to him and then being like, oh, shit, he hit me? Who could have thought? Huh? Oh, I had I had one more movie news, if I may. I could talk about movies for the rest of the... I've watched a shitload of movies. Oh, lately. good, good. Um, this one I'm not as excited about. While District 10, I think I think, I think that movie left you with like wanting a sequel, and I think the, 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 the writers could do it. The Farrelly brothers are working on a Kingpin sequel. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Or at least it's in the works. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants to see anything that has anything to do with bowling. Uh yeah, there's no. I mean, it's just it's just in talks. There's not a lot going on. Um, if you guys remember, Fairly Brothers did Kingpin, Dumb and Dumber, something about Mary. All all funny movies, but so far that I mean, their 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 names are attached for producing. They don't know who's gonna write the script. They don't have a cast. So it's, it's just it's just a. Why are you even talking? about I don't this? know. I just this it, is a glimmer in a dad's eye right it's now. Something I saved. Yeah, that's all it is. So so. As you know, I've watched many, many horror movies um, trying to escalate escalate it to see what would just fucking wreck me the most. <laughs> and I found it. He found it. And it's called Dear Zachary, A Letter to a Son About His Father. Now, part of the reason that this wrecked me is because it's a true story. Okay. All of these were clips from family members being interviewed. Um... And it, I can't talk too much about it without spoiling it. You should definitely watch it. Uh, it is cut. It's edited and cut in a way that leaves you unsettled the whole time. Like the cinematography is pretty good. Uh, the music choices. It's like all uh, like old home movies and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. But they find a way to make it like you're on edge the whole time. But I'm out. I'm just going to tell the truth. I cried for the last 45 minutes of the movie. Jesus Christ. It was that fucking distressful. So a regular person would cry for like five minutes? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. Uh, if you don't have kids, it's probably less. Because like, I never cried at shit until I had kids. Uh, yeah, true. Dead so, dead, though. Yeah, it, it, changes, it changes a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dear Zachary, a letter to a son about his father. That shit... If you can watch this shit without getting wrecked, please write the show and let me know so that I know who to list down as a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try and get through it so I can be a sociopath. What else did I watch? Oh, Come and See. It's pretty old. It's about some Europeans in World War II trying to fend off the Nazis. It, but it's like a war horror film. Oh, it's on Prime. I'm going. Which one? Dear Zachary. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure you have the time to commit to it. Watch all the way through. Don't it's only a buck thirty-five. Yeah, that's probably why I liked it so yeah, much. Sure, because they're not fucking masturbating with all their cinematography and like let's build a story up for an extra thirty minutes for no goddamn reason. Yeah, there was a couple times in Dragged Across Concrete, I was like, this scene's not necessary at all. It's really not. Like, I don't even know why this is in here. And there's so many of those scenes in Midsummer and Hereditary. I have I have more questions about Hereditary, but I'm not going to ask them right now. <laughs> I would need to watch it again to give you the full. Let's get off movies. Let's get into something to where you can get in trouble, or I can get in trouble. Now, Las Vegas Raiders player Carl Nassib ah, has yes. come out as gay, the first openly gay player in the NFL to play actual regular season games. There's a lot of confusion about this because Michael Sam came out as gay. Yeah. But he got cut before the regular season. Yeah. So it didn't count. Yeah, I guess. I don't feel like this is fucking news at all. To me, I was like, so, so what? You know what? You're right. It's just news media is making it news because they need it. And they don't have anything else. No. 
Because okay. nothing is happening right now except for the fucking NBA and the NHL. And when I was going to the chiropractor, I was getting out of the car and I was like, hey, I just want to come out and say that I'm gay. And I was like, okay. cool, dude, let's move on with our lives. I don't care. Well, that's not what happened. His fucking jersey sales have fucking skyrocketed. And, and that's cool. Great. Good for him. Yeah, that's cool too. I don't care. Um, how would you feel? Is he good? At how would you feel? He, he played five games last year and had two sets. He's just a backup defensive end. Okay. That's what he is. Okay. Um, how would you feel uh, getting dressed and showering in the locker room with the gay player? I don't care. I used to think that I would, but in high school, I literally did that. And he wasn't out, but he was a 16-year-old boy with a tongue ring. So it was kind of... Y'all knew. Yeah, Y'all we knew. knew. Yeah, we actually played the same position. Okay. I just started. He was right behind me. We were like one he A. Right, he was right behind you. One A and one B. He was right behind you. We've got we, we got in a couple fights too. He was right behind you. In the shower. See Justin. <laughs> this is why I said somebody can control. <laughs> uh, anyway, I hope he's living his best best life. I'm sure we had some too. I just uh I, I don't remember or didn't think about it and no, this this was fucking obvious. That's your choice. That's cool, man. But I, unless unless someone was like, hey, I find you attractive or something like that. And even then, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, thanks, dude. You're a, you're a handsome guy, too. No, you can't tell me you find me attractive. I'm, I'm then, sorry. I don't and have then get naked with me in the locker room. Like, you have to keep that to yourself. Okay. Like, we're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to go win this game. We're going to fucking shower and get dressed. And then you're going to go to your club. And I'm going to go to my club. You don't, you're not going to go to... The, the other club? I might go to that club, too. Okay. As long as he understands that I would rather be at that other club, I'm here for you. Okay. But not for you, for you. <laughs> not for you like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we used to go to the gay clubs all the time. Uh, that's what my wife's doing for her birthday. Oh, yeah, she invited me. I'll be at a fucking real estate meeting. Is that this weekend? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, get your ducks in a row, bro. My ducks are not in a row. Gotta get my life together. Oh, a friend of mine of the uh, female persuasion was like, man, you really got your shit together. And then like some time later, she's like, you really seem like you got your shit together. But then there's other facets of your life that are completely fucked. It's a fucking disguise. <laughs> also, hey, I, it's all about Zen. You gotta how have you expect me to have it all together? <laughs> you gotta have balance. Just let me have a major part of it together. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that should be good enough. <laughs> it's a disguise. I don't think men ever get their shit all the way together until they get a fucking wife. Uh, a good wife. Yeah, I don't know either. I know I have much imbalance in my life. I'm working on it. But I got some parts. <coughs> hey, on the outside, it's like I got my shit together. You're doing really well. But what I you think did, you already know get this. Get into the, the nitty gritty. It's like, oh, oof. <laughs> Credit score is good, though. I injected. That's the most important part. I'm not checking mine because I know it's not What's good. What's the point? Oh, my God. My Dogecoin's down for I bought Bitcoin at $52,000. <laughs> it's under 30 now. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anybody's complaints. Uh, Damn it. I just want to get rich quick. And it's tempting every American. We're all losing our ass. Because they know. Because they fucking know. They do. They fucking know. You got to have balls of steel and wait it out. Uh Oh, and I had bought some AMC, and then it dropped, and then as soon as I sold it, it went up to $50 a share. Yep. That's how it works. I am a bad investor, but I'm working on it. Working on getting my investor shit together. I don't have much more weights. Oh, I've got my best one coming up. Well, get to it. Get to it right now, bro? Do it, boss. All right. I'm going to pull. I have to pull up a assisted video because this just won't be as fun if we don't have Christian look at the video. It's just too good not to. So, uh, China, the great country of China, they've developed a new machine for hospitals. It's a sperm extractor. 
machine. Um, I don't need to see the video. That helps uh, donors who are, and I want you to think about this, where they were like, we need to have this machine because people are too embarrassed to masturbate at the hospital. <laughs> now, let me ask you, Christian. Do you think some inventor guy sitting around with his flashlight and he stopped one day and was like, man, my arm is tired. It'd be way better if someone else did this work for me. And then he got to work. But then when he had to go get funding, he had to come up with a reason why because he can't just have like a robot fleshlight, right? Oh, he just fucking gra- grasped that straw. He grasped that straws, And he's like, I'm too embarrassed to masturbate at the sperm clinic. And, the, and then it, luckily for him, it was nothing but Chinese businessmen in this meeting. And he showed him the prototype. And it was like this pulsating vagina machine, and they're like, "Oh, I want the one too." No, don't do the accent. <laughs> don't do the accent. And I have seen the machine, which is why yes. I'm like, I don't need to watch the video. I have seen uh, the machine. Well, just uh, just so y'all know, it 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 looks like a a a, a big <laughs> kiosk. Yes, that's the perfect word for it. <laughs> it's a fucking dick jacking kiosk. <laughs> It's a giant kiosk <laughs> that has a hole where your wanker is, and it a tube comes out, and within the tube is what looks like latex with like ribs, and it's supposed to pulsate, and it has different uh, forces and speeds, and uh, it's supposed to. It, one thing it says uh, is supposed to have varying uh, wetness, <laughs> temperature. Well, it's supposed to manipulate the same things as a vagina, right? Temperature, uh, wetness, and I don't understand this one. Light. What? Light. It says light. I don't know. Vaginas have light? If you put a glow stick in one. (laughs) Not that I ever did that. Hey. Oh. Oh, no, man. Sounds ridiculous. Too embarrassed to masturbate. Masturbate just can't do it. Who the fuck would? I need want to know this? more about the cleaning process. Well, I was thinking maybe women women wouldn't want this, but I mean, you could put a fucking dildo on the end, and then you can just stand up. You're on your kiosk. You're just getting getting boned. I mean, you could you could have the sports page. You could read it with your morning coffee and just be getting your dick sucked by your your dick kiosk. Machine. You can't finance that. Because they can't, like, donate an egg from coming from the dildo. <laughs> but you can donate sperm. I'm talking about home machines. I'm not talking about hospitals. I'm talking about waking up in the morning, turning on the coffee, get my dick sucked by my kiosk, go to work, happier guy. Wife's happy. She's like, I don't have to suck your dick in the morning? Cool. <laughs> right? She never had to do that. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you know. A blowjob makes for, you know, a, a better day, a happier marriage. It really does. Uh, all all wives listening to this, blow your husband more. Also, somebody tell my wife to listen to this. <laughs> so, so developed by Jinsu Sanwei Medical Science Center, uh, the Chinese company says it stimulates the feeling of a vagina in terms of temp wetness and light, which I, I wrote down, uh, adjustable forces. Um, this is the future. Like I said. I could do this in the morning while reading, reading the sports page, and drinking my coffee. Um, but how would you like to be one of the orderlies that have to clean these fucking machines? <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough. Uh, no, that's not true. You could pay me enough, but it would bankrupt you. Well, it's it's for sperm sperm donors, so like the sperm has to go into some kind of receptacle. Receptacle, yeah, and it's got to be sterile. There's still residue. Yeah, what if you're one of like you exploder? What if what if that what if the guy that's in there is so embarrassed he hasn't masturbated in like ten years? And so he just shoots off a tin roper. <laughs> like it, there's no way to clean all he of this. He fills the cup. It starts coming it's out. Coming back on out. Him. Oh, orderly. And then people start slipping. <laughs> Stop everywhere. Hey, everybody, take a drink. This is fucking chaos. ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, they sell it was a, This is ectoplasm. <laughs> it was a spooky ghost. <laughs> Eon Spangler would be getting fucking samples. Uh, so yeah, they sell like 10 grand, 10, 10,000 of these machines a year. Um, and they're only 13k, which I'm like, mm. 
Y'all got a payment plan? <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I could literally, so it's like a kiosk and it sits about like chest height. So I could just put like a bust of like a lady with big old boobies on there and just put my head and then it would just like get me there and yeah. And I think that's all I need. You could charge dudes to come over and use it as long as they clean it. <laughs> Y'all gotta clean that shit. And I got your DNA on file. Don't fuck with me. Oh no. Yeah. FBI. I think Facebook's got your info. Fuck these feds. I got your semen. (laughs) Tell them you got their semen again. (laughs) All right. What was the other LGBTQ announcement? Ah, there is a trans woman in the Olympics in powerlifting. Yeah, we talked about this. Did we? Man, I don't fucking. You know, I don't know. Yeah. This medication is crazy. Yeah, LG, uh, or she's a trans woman. Um, fuck, she's 43. Yeah, she's older. Yeah. People are really mad about this on Twitter. That's really the thing mad. about Twitter, uh, though. Yeah, when, when Heather was here, we all talked about it. Ah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't care that much about that shit anyway. <laughs> I heard they're giving out condoms at the Olympics. That's cool. <laughs> I would like an inside feel, look at. I feel like they still don't have enough at the athletic village or wherever it is. I would like an inside look to oh, that. Somebody needs to go in there with the GoPro and make a bunch of money. Yeah, that seems like a cool place. Oh shit! Uh, um, Harley Quinn show. Haven't watched any. All right, but I mean, they haven't come out with a new season yet, but it's almost done, and apparently, there was going to be a scene. On the Harley Quinn show, where Batman ate Catwoman's pussy. Ah, uh, so it was the Harley Quinn show. Mm-hmm. And DC Comics was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> How can we sell Bat- Batman merchandise if he pleases women? And I was like, what the fuck is that? It doesn't make any sense. He, fucks- he fucked in the killing joke. He fucked Batwoman. But he can't eat pussy. He can fuck some pussy, but he, he can't. Fuck Batgirl, right? Yeah. She's just a girl. So you can fuck Batgirl, but... You fuck the commissioner's daughter, bro? He can't put his tongue on some clitoris? On some what? pussy? What's the difference? Catwoman. What is the difference? What, I don't know what the difference is. What is the cow for, bro? If not to eat pussy. Yeah, he left his mouth out for on purpose. The mask covers the rest of his face from getting pussy juice on it. I feel like he has to be careful, because that nose is kind of sharp. Like, he could cut up some pussy if he oh, ain't, he ain't being careful. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't see why he can't fucking uh, eat up some pussy. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And does he have to be Batman? I mean, I feel like if you're eating... What if he was eating pussy as Bruce? Yeah, if he's eating pussy as Bruce, like, is that cool? You're not selling Bruce action figures most of the time. You're selling Batman. Oh. Kids don't want Bruce. They want Batman. They want the suit. Nobody wants Bruce. I want to be Bruce, but uh, I am I am old man. You are old man. But yeah, I think this is bullshit. It is bullshit. But that being said, I cannot wait for the rest of the or the next season of the Harley Quinn show to come out. I guess Twitter didn't get mad enough. It's so good. Twitter, no, Twitter got mad. But I, I guess you're right. Not mad enough. Mm-hmm. They got mad. There's varying degrees. They didn't get mad enough. There was not enough outrage for Bruce Wayne eating pussy. Um, oh, I've got a uh, quote from our our favorite uh, ex NFL quarterback, Jay Cutler. No, Jay. <laughs> Jay writes, non-factual podcast. Being retired and divorced, it's been great. It's like a license to not give any fucks. He never gave any fucks! <laughs> Which is kinda my thing. <laughs> Ever play Settlers of Catan? <clears throat> yeah, me neither. <laughs> and now I never have to. I live in Montana now. And there isn't a fuck to give for miles here. That's paradise to old Smoke and Jay. Jay Cutler on finding happiness and giving even less fucks. <laughs> it's like poetry, bro. I want to hang out with Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah, I fucking do too. Oh, you just sit there and not give a fuck about anything together. guy <laughs> just never gave a shit. He's like, Jay. And no. he went to Vanderbilt, right? Like, yes. Uh, hey, how was sex with Kristen Cavallari? You can tell me. Please tell I'm me. I'm not going to tell anybody. I don't give a fuck just like you. Yep. Mm, 
All right, I have one more thing. I have one more thing. I'm going to read you this shit, and then to the listeners, I want you to tell me two things. One, after I read this, tell me systemic racism doesn't exist. And then two, if you're white, tell me if you could pass a drug test right now. Now, data from the New York City Police Department released late last week showed that police made... 163 arrests and handed out 3,687 summons for marijuana possession in the city's final quarter of prohibition. Of the 3,687 possession-related summons issued from January through the end of March, 2,374 were issued to black people. 1,089 were issued to Hispanic people. And 102 were issued for white people. That's it. That's it. Okay. Now, you cannot sit here and look me in the fucking eye and say that blacks and Hispanics just consume marijuana that much more than white people. Is it a... What town is this? New York City. New York City. Yeah. There's no excuse for that. Black folks are not consuming marijuana that much more than white people are. Hispanics aren't either. 102? I thought we were done with marijuana. Marijuana's good now. This was the last uh, quarter of their prohibition. Oh, so okay. Now they, they'll be good after this, but that discrepancy is fucking nuts. It's crazy, man. Tell me it's something besides racism with a straight face and believe it. Uh, I was trying to think of it. Um, well, certain neighborhoods cops go to. That's part of racism. Well, if there's a lot of crime there, they go there. They manufacture crime, as you can tell by this fucking study. Mm. Cops manufacture crime. People aren't running around with a giant fucking blunt blowing it at the cops in black communities. (laughs) They fucking search black and brown people more, and they're like, oh, shit, you have to arrest them more. We let those white people just pass right on by. I can't believe the black and browns commit this much more crime. You manufactured the crime. You manufactured it. Your fucking police chief is high right now. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Let's go. Hold on. I got one more. All right. Samuel Jackson. One of my favorite black folks. <laughs> Christian. Hey. Can you guess Samuel L. Jackson's favorite movies? His top five. Not... Not of all time. His favorite movies that he's done. First of all, no. But can you uh, name one? Uh, or can uh, you take the steps? Pulp, you can get Pulp Fiction. Nope, not on the list. What was he in Jackie Brown? He was in Jackie Brown. That is on the list. <laughs> is Snakes on a Plane on there? Snakes on a Plane. Is, I <laughs> thought it would hilarious. be. I thought it would be because that had to be a fun movie to make, but it is not on here. Django? No, Django's not on here either. Alright. Um, I quit. He told, um, I think he was on with Colbert. He said, Some actors lie to you about that. They fucking watch their movies. Uh, it's a watch me business. That's why they're here. If I'm channel surfing and I haven't found anything I want to watch and not specifically looking for something and I pass something I'm in, <laughs> I stop and watch it. <laughs> uh,. So let's uh, Colbert established Jackson Channel surfing sessions and it was led to him to watch his work. He took he took it a step further and asked him what his favorite films were, um, and he listed these off. And one of them is one of my all time favorite Samuel L. Jackson movies, which is why I'm talking about it now. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Probably oh. my favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie. A Time to Kill. And that's where his daughter gets raped, right? Dude, that's too long ago for me to remember. And, the, and there's it's Matthew McConaughey is the lawyer. And Samuel Jackson's like, I think he kills the rapist who raped his daughter. And Samuel and Matthew McConaughey's got to get him off. I'm pretty sure it's a fucking good movie. And Jackie Brown and the other two, forgive my ignorance, Red Violin and 187, I have not seen. I've heard of 187. Or at least I don't remember. Red Violin, though, I've never heard of that. Never fucking heard of it. But yeah. That was my last thing for the I feel show. like this dude is just trying to get us to go stream his old movies for income. I'll, not, I'll, not that he needs it. He don't need it. He might have a project. Or he might have a kid that he wants to set up for life. Or a grandkid. I think Sam like, Jackson's Here's your college. Okay. 
Got him. All right, NBC has indefinitely paused production of its upcoming competition show, Ultimate Slip and Slide. Reportedly, after multiple people on set came down with diarrhea. They was doing the slip and slide wrong. Yeah. I did slip and slide earlier with my wife, and it was fun. Hey. Everybody is healthy at that house. <laughs> now, we love you guys, but it's time to go. It's time to go. And um, to see you, Christian. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It has been a while. Been in my house dungeon, but... House dungeon! Anyway, we'll see you later. Love y'all. Bye.